And good morning from All Things SR Podcast. Good morning, Leslie, and how are you? Good morning, Pam. I am hanging in there. Um, I think some of you know I had very sad news this week. Uh, My brother-in-law passed away after a very long battle with addiction um, with alcohol. So it's been incredibly sad. Um, but also a lot of beautiful kindness and memories, um, shared. So, um, you know, that's, it's, it's been a whirlwind of a week. (laughs) Um, Oh, I can understand that. Yes. Yes. And so, but there's, you know, there's been good things. My mom wasn't feeling well and, uh, had an infection and she's, back out of the hospital and that's great so you know it's all over the map we've had some highs and had some lows and you know everything in between everything in between and having a chance to do the podcast is a really lovely blessing so I'm happy to be here and talking about chapter 11 today uh, that's it's a it's a good chapter, and it's it not is a good chapter. chapter. 10. <laughs> <laughs> and we finally finished chapter ten, um, uh-huh. which has been great. And um, yeah. I'm uh, just super super happy that we were able to uh, get the questions into SR and hear uh, his. Uh, We'll have some good responses from him this mm-hmm. week. Um, thanks for all the kindnesses, guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we always all keep chat. you in our prayers. Please, please. It's 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 just so sad, you know. I I've known people, you know, in the same week, you know, the same week I have a friend celebrating his 16 years of sobriety. Um, mm-hmm. we lost my brother-in-law because he didn't make it. So it's, it's very, very Addic- ad- Addiction is a horrible a thing to thing? go through for anyone. <laughs> and, and, uh, <laughs> Leslie, yes, Betty. Leslie's going through a rough moment and Julia is refusing to shower. <laughs> to shower or not to shower? That is the question. <laughs> <laughs> Betty, you are just such a ray of sunlight. I, I just adore you so much. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, there's there's just a lot going on in uh, my corner of the world. Um, I also am preparing, um, and my family's been very um, supportive slash insistent <laughs> um, to travel to South Africa. This is something I had booked a long time ago. I'm accompanying a a class, um, an educational trip, um, as a guest of a friend who I travel with, and um, Mm -hmm. I'm very excited to say I am going to meet the beloved leader of SR Fans South Africa, our very own Frank Akali. In um, Joburg. In Joburg, in Johannesburg. Um, mm-hmm. on the 9th and 10th. So stay tuned for that. We're going to try and do a podcast uh, midweek when I am with her from Johannesburg, yep. South Africa. So um, so keep an eye open for it and an ear open for it. Exactly. Exactly. And we had other big news in the SR world. This week. We have, we have, we uh-huh. uh, got the date for uh, the Gabriel's Redemption Part One. Uh, as a, yes. I think it's June twenty second. June twenty second, huge news. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know that the premiere is June 9th in London. I hope that anybody who gets to go has a great time. 
and uh, enjoy it. And I'm so happy that the European uh, groups will get to be able to get a chance to go to one of the uh, Passion Flix premieres and meet Melanie and Julio and who, uh, Paul and whomever else may be going to the uh, premiere. It'll be lots of fun. My uh, bank account just won't even handle the flight one way. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Um, and I love Betty's suggestion. The movie's premiering Thursday, June 22nd. I think we all need to wear fascinators or tiaras. Maybe we could, I think you that know. would be wonderful. <laughs> Maybe we could do uh, something fun around that. Um, I love the fascinators and tiaras idea. That's so great. Yes. Yes. And hello, Cheryl. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Um, getting prom morning, ready, Cheryl. Anna said. Uh, from, uh, I guess, 91 is getting all gussied up for oh, the that, big those days. senior I prom. Those days. It, is, it is that time of year. April and May. Oh, the yeah. high schoolers oh, yeah. come around. Yes. And uh, I, I, rem I remember getting my son ready for his prom and he went to the senior prom twice. He went to his girlfriend was a year ahead of him and they went to her prom. And then after she then the next year, Patrick's. But, you know, Patrick was one. He was like one of those kids where the um, pants had to fit lower on the hip to, to say, to say, you know, so to say, rather than at the waist where it's supposed to be. <laughs> and um, they, uh, I, he was sitting there. I can't wear these. I can't wear these. And he's pulling them down. It's as if they've been, you know, <laughs> it just cracked me up. Poor person. Poor me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. I went to and, didn't uh, go to with senior prom, so. <laughs> Betty's hoping someone takes a fleshy uh, cow to the premiere. And I su suggested maybe James can rock his cow costume there in honor of Paul. Hey, that would be good. <laughs> <laughs> I could see him doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I could too. I hope he gets to go. I hope he gets to go over. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I know he's been busy. I mean, he's been posting like crazy on Instagram and he had, like, he was playing a cop in something. I know. At least that's what the costume he and, looked uh, like. He and Chris McKenna um, always get pulled into those law and order types of roles. Well, when you're in New York, I mean, that's like the biggest thing that's around there. I had a uh, mm -hmm. uh, my I had a friend Debbie uh, Coyle, whose husband Jamie um, was an actor, and he was, you know, I mean, he's he wasn't famous. He never wanted to be famous. He just been, loved acting, and he did a lot of Broadway and, and theater. And he was in the circle in the square a lot, and he did some Shakespeare festivals around us at the time. And uh, he was always being called for Law & Order, Law & Order SVU, and I think there was another one there for a while, too. But anything shot in New York, he was there. So, well, it was a, a lot of fun. doing the same thing, since that's where he's based, you know, so... Absolutely. And, um, I think that would be you gotta pay the rent. James would be a popular cop. NYPD is a big deal. It is. And, it is. <laughs> and um, Anna's hoping the rain holds off for the prom, and I'm hoping so too, Anna. I think it's supposed yeah. to be clearing in the state where we are. Uh, where you are, maybe, not by me. We're supposed to be getting, it's supposed to be cloudy all day, but we're supposed to start getting rain again around two. Mm. According to my weather report, but <laughs> and um, I'm just laughing now. Yes, uh, and and Anna has uh, fingers crossed for the king crown. He already has the prom royalty sash, which is so sweet. Cool. I can't wait to hear how that goes. I'm That's very excited about that. And and we actually have something else to celebrate today as well. I actually made a note of it so we wouldn't forget. But Good, we have I'm glad you a did. Very special, <laughs> a very special day for <coughs> one of our podcast chat listeners, one of our frequent flyers in the chat. 
Mm-hmm. Um, today is the day that our dear Floor um, from Florida receives mm-hmm. her Bachelor's of Science in Health Administration. So I'm not That's sure she's right. going to be able to join us today because she is graduating. That's right. And congratulations, and congratulations. Floor. I'm very excited for you. You have been working so hard towards this. And Absolutely. we wanted to make sure to to mention and recognize that today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I see uh, Miss Franca joined us. Yes. Hello. Hello. So glad you could join mm-hmm. us. I was yes, absolutely. sharing. I was sharing the good news about Floor getting her degree. And there's lots mm-hmm. of congratulations in the chat for her. There's all different kinds of weather going around the United States. So we have people saying 99 degrees in Las Vegas, where Shell is. Rainy in Pennsylvania. Lots of rain all weekend in NYC, where Betty is. And beautiful mm-hmm. in the morning, sunny and warm, but rain coming back for most of the week up in Maine. And I'm sure it's always beautiful in California, where... where Allie is Um, so it's so good to see everybody I am very very um, happy and happy to see Franca on Franca I shared our news that we're going to try and do a podcast with you um, live from Joburg Uh, either on the 9th or 10th we're going to figure out the date and put that out for our podcast friends Mm -hmm. so Shall we turn to the chapter, friends? That will be so yeah. much fun. We should. We should. Um, again, in SR's world, uh, he said he's seen a rough cut of part one of Redemption, and it's fantastic. Excellent performances, and the setting of Oxford is really wonderful. Readers are going to love it, and they'll see familiar faces in the background because of the set visits. That is going to be so much fun. It will. So, and then... Especially those who were able to join and be on set in the UK. I think that's a really exciting opportunity. Mm -hmm. I love the fact that um, they're going to have a chance uh, to be on the film. And yes, Betty, that is another... This is was a late breaking news um, and it does dovetail into SR World. So I'm going to share what you just posted. Mm Um, Passion Flicks announced yesterday they were going to stream Gabriel's Inferno movie part one on YouTube. Um, due to technical problems, they said they'll reschedule um, the free streaming for another day. It was going to be a very short time um, opportunity. Uh, so you can keep an mm-hmm. eye out for that. Uh, it sounds like it's a little bit similar to what some of the other streaming services do, giving you a little sneak peek of um, one of their popular uh, productions. And um, Betty's noting Mm -hmm. she's looking forward to Paul's scenes. That will be the highlight of the film for me, as it always is, Betty. Absolutely, absolutely it will be. It makes me smile, so, so, so good. Um, And Franca said, can't Uh, believe that I'll be so close to where they'll be having the premiere um, but sadly, I won't be able to go. Yes, because Fr- Franca's going to be uh, heading up to the UK um, in June mm-hmm. uh, to relocate as she relocates. Um, so, yeah, right. it is. Are you are you going to be in Oxfordshire? Because yeah, that's a, I love I love the Cotswolds. I oh God, do I love the Cotswolds? It was so mm. beautiful. I hope to visit there someday. I really do. It's um, one day well, I'll get back. And I think maybe when airfares go down, to, to cut in half. Based on what Passionflix has done, they've they have shot in the UK a couple times. So I have a feeling, mm-hmm. Franco, that you'll have an opportunity at some point to Absolutely. have a set uh, visit. Um, or have uh, you know at least be able to hear what's uh, what's going on and and see the beauty of uh, the production world. 
of, of, of <laughs> the beauty yeah. and the crazy, <laughs> and and how long it takes to mm -hmm. do things. Yeah, it really is. So they call it yeah. production for a reason. There's a lot that goes into it. So mm -hmm. absolutely. So as we start chapter so. eleven, we had just ended. Um, as the the night fell and they were resting, um, Julian Gabriel at their place, uh, Pacciani and Krista in his room, or I should say their room, um, and Gabriel goes to Julia to gently wake her as he ran his thumb across her, his, her eyebrows saying, it's time to wake up. And she buried her face in the pillow, mumbling incoherently. <laughs> she wanted nothing to do with getting up. And this will be lovely to see on screen if they do this, because I can just see, I can see Julio's uh, expression as Gabriel, and I can see, I think Melanie will do such a great job with this. <laughs> and Betty's going, shower, Julia, shower. <laughs> <laughs> as we hear our Christmas music. You know, there were those days. <laughs> yes, and the Christmas clock is saying it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So, uh, Is the Christmas One clock One never knows South what Africa? goes on with the Christmas clock. Because <laughs> I think that's about the right time. Am I right, Franco? Christmas clock is somewhere. It's probably about 3.18, 3.20 in South Africa in the afternoon. Um, so she buried her face in the pillow she had not wanted to get up and Gabriel's like, come on, you need to get in the shower before one, uh, before we have to get up. And, um, she's saying, you go, you get ready. And Gabriel explained he already was up. He shaved, he showered, he's, and uh, Julia was complaining cause she was so tired cause he had kept her up so late. I'm sorry, but I don't think you should After ever complain. Warning about being kept up late by Gabriel. <laughs> no, but after, after the fact that, and you know, Catherine last week is saying, you know, you, you're wearing that girl out. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, you know, this is also Catherine's event, and she's very punctual. So I know G Gabriel yes. does not want them to be late. Right. <laughs> and Betty's saying, shower, Julia, shower. I'll never understand her with her theory. Just because you had great sex doesn't mean the rest of the world wants to smell it. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Betty. Shell says, the musty smell is not the same for all. <laughs> and Frank confirmed it is 3.16 in the afternoon. <laughs> nice and warm mm -hmm. and sunny. Oh, so good to hear that. It's rainy here. Um, yeah. And Betty said, Julia could have put some of Gabriel's cologne on if she wanted to have his smell close to her. <laughs> not the same thing, Betty. Not the same thing. <laughs> so Gabriel reminded her of Catherine's warning. But Julia decided she is not getting out of bed yet. She would not take a shower. She's going to get a couple extra moments of sleep. And Gabriel reminded her she was going to smell of sex, but she wanted to stay that way. Which, by the way, as he was thinking about it, he wanted to take his clothes off and start again. Mm -hmm. You know, it's too tempting to have uh, Julia waiting in the bed for him. Mm -hmm. So he also teasingly asked if she was ready to give her first lecture smelling of sex. <laughs> as soon as she said, you just watch me. <laughs> he took all his clothes off and proceeded to have wild scent transferring sex. <laughs> oh, Betty, you are so funny. But Franco's right. Um, yes, uh, there. <laughs> the scent transferring sex. Um, I guess Gabriel could not resist his siren. The siren call. And I know. if Julia wasn't going to get out of that bed, he wasn't going to waste the extra time. Um, you know, after all, they still were fairly newlyweds. And uh, they had this very intense, passionate connection. Um, so we actually had asked SR, you know, overall about the chapter. Um, 
saying the chapter shows and references the use of sex in very different contexts, making up after a fight, pure passion, pure pain, and as a weapon. And we asked if he purposely positioned these two scenes back to back to highlight the differences between Gabriel's relationship with Julia versus Krista. And SR said, Gabriel's redemption is very much about Julianne's growth and development as a person and as a scholar. In Inferno, she wouldn't have been able to confront Krista with the confidence she displays in redemption. I think the confrontation and the contrast between Gabriel and Julianne, as well as between the Emersons and Krista and Pacciani, was important. So I'm going to share this with you guys in the chat. And uh, <laughs> as Franca noted, the naughty pair of bunnies. You can tell they're still in yes. the newlyweds. Yes. <laughs> but Betty says that's why there's shower sex. <laughs> Well, yeah, but they're sharing a bathroom, if you remember, with other people in the hall, in the dorm. This is true. This is true. It's 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 kind of ha- hard, hard to have shower sex when other people are trying to get into the shower. Although that doesn't always stop people. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> to be truthful. Um, and there are also some other good comments in here. Uh, Shell, I think you had a great point. Uh, she's marking her territory against CFP. Um, mm-hmm. which, you know, there that might makes, be, a, yeah, there might be a part, a there might be a point to this. So as they were late leaving for the All Souls College, um, they hurried to meet Catherine. Um, and on the way, Julia was catching Gabriel up about <clears throat> the discussion she had with Catherine and about the relationship between Catherine and Old Hut. And he had, you know, Gabriel was surprised. He had wondered um, how much of a bastard he truly was um, because he had heard these rumblings about how Hutt was. And actually, given the former nature of (laughs) how Gabriel was uh, at times, he was just very, you know, he was kind of thinking about just how, uh, just how bad was he? Um... And as they saw Catherine, uh, Gabriel thanked her once again for their su- the support um, that she showed them um, when she called out Krista. And she responded, applesauce. <laughs> and we asked SR, why did you choose applesauce from the exclamation library? Um, and SR had said, that Catherine Pickton enables me to quote some of the more amusing Canadian or British exclamations of previous generations. <laughs> she really is a delight to write. And she is so and much she is fun. so much fun. And I hope they keep I hope they kept that in in the screenplay. I don't know if they will, but boy, I hope they would. Um, after Catherine kind of dismissed that uh just said she you know she proceeded to say julia had the situation under control and we would all do well to let julia handle it and julia smiled bravely but a little bit nervous as she played with the necklace gabriel had given her in sealant's grove so i mean i I can i can you know I, i can just imagine how she's feeling and i like the way that she is admonishing uh, Gabriel yeah. to uh, let her fight her own battles. Exactly. <laughs> um, I also like the little throwing in of uh, having that little applesauce moment just kind of mm-hmm. lightens mm-hmm. the mood a little bit. Um, it does. And it and does. you can see her <laughs> just straight away being so dismissive. Come on, Julia has this under control. Um, and I think her mm-hmm. reaction also was bolstering Julia's confidence a little bit. I mean, Julia was nervous, but I also think her, Catherine, uh, reminding her that she can handle this and she can do this. <laughs> I know, mm-hmm. Anna, I knew mm-hmm. as soon as I said that you were going to react, react to my comment. <laughs> and it says, I think saying Julia had a situation <laughs> under control is a stretch. Um, I think she is very nervous, but... 
you know, she also has to stand up for herself. And I she think does. she knows, she inherently knows that. Um, and, I, and I think that's what she's trying to put forth, mm-hmm. too. You know? <laughs> Shell says, although I don't like Catherine having an affair with her married professor, she is a force to be reckoned with. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't define her, Shell said. Absolutely <laughs> and Betty not. says, meanwhile... Lady Picton takes a quick Lady. sip and wonders why it smells a little funky. Oh, uh, you know, newlyweds, you do what mm-hmm. you do. So, <clears throat> so after uh, after breakfast, they entered Saint Anne's, uh, Saint Anne's, and Gabriel wrapped in all his arm around her, Lisa's, to hug her, and he told her she looked lovely and she would do fine. And she she was just wearing a plain old navy blue uh, uh, suit that she'd gotten from Ann Taylor. And nine West high heels, uh, you know, and you know she thought possibly that Gable would want her to be wearing Prada and Chanel rather than her than his sex. <laughs> 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 anyway, um, <clears throat> you know because he, CFP would always have these fancy outfits, and and Gabriel just wants to show her off as the best she possibly can be. But I can understand, you know, that's a uh, and you know it's not it's not an occasion where designer clothing or hot couture would uh, be required well i think needs. I think this can go two ways I really do um I think Gabriel of course would wants her to look as beautiful and as stunning as he sees her, and he wants he always lavishes her with gifts, so he wants all of the things to be on display mm-hmm. right um but absolutely and hello brenda thanks for joining us um mm-hmm. but instead you know there the other way to go and also sometimes if you really dress to the nines you you may feel confident and you may have that extra umph if you are dressing a certain way um julia took a different approach and did not want her looks to be part of the conversation she really wanted people to hear her and have her work be the focus. So she was dressing fairly conservatively and not flashy at all. So, mm-hmm. so her words can speak for her. Um, uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. And I think, you know, but the other thing is too, it's not, I think if you're wearing, um, you know, uh, Stuff that's going to be out there. Um, I'm sorry, I just got a text message I'm from sure. Sally. Uh, yeah, um, you, you know, just with, with you want to dress for the job you're doing, right? And she's not she's not editing a high fashion magazine, a la on a right. tour, right? She's she's so. presenting um, in academia. Um, yeah, so it's a, I think she's got to dress a little bit more. Yeah, well, Michelle says cleavage is not the look of the day in this room, and uh, true. <laughs> Betty, Betty continues to note <laughs> Julia's probably Julia's GOE number five <laughs> <laughs> because that is how many times they indulge in the night and in the morning. Um, <laughs> Anna says, "What's that? Not Chanel number five. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you guys! Uh, she is too much. She is too much. Um, so, anyhow, there they were. You know, so they, she's there, and and uh, the one thing she did wear that something that Gabriel bought her was her corset. Well, and that was wearing something for her, and wearing something that made her That's feel right. good and strong. Yeah, both boosted her yes. confidence. And as he releases her and said he was going to get coffee and asked what she may want. And uh, this is just a bottle of water and told him that she was going to go sit down and if he didn't mind. I'm sure the shoes were killing her. <clears throat> and uh, not at all. And they exchanged a few pleasantries as they approached the table in the other room. And by the time he got to the coffee and water, everybody had gone. And, I, you know, some more chat in the... Uh, comments were Anna said there's a fine that's a fine line regarding the dress there's appropriate clothing um, in all price points 
which is true. Absolutely. And um, yeah, I, I, you know, you can wear a Chanel suit and look, you know, very moderately, you know, addressed properly for an occasion. But I think some of the what. Uh, what Gabriel would have picked out for him would probably be a little bit over the top. <laughs> NSL says, cue the ominous music entering CFP. Enter, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. So, hello, professor. <laughs> a sultry voice came from behind her and he turned to find Chris and she was, he was not too pleased about it. I oh, think. I'm uh, sure he was furious. Yeah, uh, yeah. what do you want? Mm -hmm. <laughs> this will be a great was scene. Uh, this will be another great I scene know. to watch on film. So her reply was that he had wanted to speak with her yesterday. So, so talk. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he looked around at the empty room wondering if his voice would carry. And she stepped closer and smelled him saying he smelled like sex. <laughs> And Betty goes, ooh, Krista wants to slay her prey. And, and smelling um, Julianne number five on him. <laughs> um, so he, he was like, he was, he was not too pleased and he suggested that he not play with, she not play with him. And he, he wanted the slander to stop, which she suggested it was never gonna happen. So, the, you know, Gabriel said he'd sue her, and uh, she had a she had a relaxed smile on her face and asking for what, for what, telling the truth. Gabriel had told her that there was no truth to her character assassinations. She had not been harassed in Toronto, and Julia does her own research, as obvious with half a brain. Anyone with half a brain would know, but Krista just felt she was. Uh, she was telling the truth, and as Gable heard laughter, he turned to see it coming from the lecture theater. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of chat in here around that. Um, mm -hmm. You know, in terms of, you know, the seriousness of Julia's work, and anybody would have half a brain mm -hmm. who knows. This ties into the conversation we had earlier about the, the, her choice of suits. You know, Betty said, well, Julia's mm -hmm. trying to be taken seriously, make sure the other professors see her as a serious scholar, not some easy girl who earned a degree in the bedroom, not through her hard work. And Brenda notes, she wants to keep it humble and not rub it into people's faces that her new husband has money that would just give them a reason to say she was only with him for the money and not love, like she had another motive to be with him. Very good point, mm -hmm. both of you. Wow. Um and uh, Anna notes, tailoring and fit is what's important. Sadly, Passion Flicks is not proficient in this area. Um, <laughs> mission accomplished, Julia, Shell said. <laughs> and mm -hmm. Betty's like, see, see, this is why they needed to shower again. <laughs> Noting that <laughs> Crystal smelled sex on Gabriel. And Betty rightly says you know the smell of sex just made krista crave gabriel even a lot more absolutely absolutely mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, franca noted uh she saw on social media there's a lovely picture of krista this week she's a beautiful actress obviously a very good one to play such an awful part can't think of her real name right now her name's margot margo and brooks, she yeah. is a lovely yes elena noted margot brooks um, and so, so truly, um, is one of the sweetest people you'd ever meet and plays such an evil villain in Krista. And Elena mm -hmm. says, don't you want to just push CFP down a flight of stairs? Oh, did I really put that in writing? <laughs> oh no. Oh, where's my foot? Oops. <laughs> no, boy, she's just wicked, 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 wicked. Yeah, she is. Um, and, and, and in person and as a real person, Margot is the sweetest, nicest person you'd ever want to talk to. <laughs> and Shell so. says, how's it feel to want CFP? You ain't never going to get with Gabriel. <laughs> so, and Betty says, insert evil laugh. 
And Krista mm-hmm. lifted her voice to get Gabriel's attention from uh, his uh, attention was drawn because of the laughter in the other room. Um, Gabriel said she may be forgetting that there is no truth to her accusations. And sadly, Krista said, you fucked one of your students and you were placed on academic leave. And there is Professor Singer. She had quite a bit to say about you. Um, Krista was just sorry she had no pictures of the two of them together. She would have liked to have one of those pictures. Boy, so Krista is like, she is hitting every pain point. She is really trying to provoke Gabriel. And at Mm -hmm. that point, she reached up to brush an imaginary lint off his lapel, just as a reason to touch him. And he grabbed her hand, squeezed her wrist, and told her that she was playing with fire. Because he was furious. Mm -hmm. And Krista pulled her wrist closer and told him, She certainly hoped so. And Mm -hmm. in disgust, he released her and seemed to wipe his hands as if they had been contaminated. Um, Where's the... uh, Because I think uh, here's the the thing. She was provoking him and he was falling into doing exactly what she wanted. He was getting really tied Mm -hmm. up and angry and reacting. And she wanted the reaction. And then he realized that she was she was really playing with him. And he released her. And he like was stepping away. Um, so he suggested that if she continued, he was. She, he was going to make her life a living hell. Because he, he mm. was like done with her. And in the chat, you know, Shell's saying, CFP is a moron. And... Betty's saying, wait a minute, did Kristen Picton hang out at a bar? Was this an outtake we never read? (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, no. SR has no backstory on Krista and Anne together. Yes. He mentioned that last week. Yeah, we We asked asked him him that, and he said, there is no backstory to those two. They never really interacted. (laughs) 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 Although Betty wants to read the scene, Kristen Singer. And then a note, CFP mm-hmm. pulled out the singer card. That's true. And, mm-hmm. and Elena re- refrained her uh, her prior comment, said, let's make that throw off a rooftop. Rooftop of stairs might not do it. And Yeah, he's sitting on the side. Oops! <laughs> Betty says, Krista's... Did I do that? <laughs> yeah. Krista's playing dirty, and she wants him to lose control, Betty said. She wants to see the wild side of him. You know, I think that's a really good point, too. I think she's mm-hmm. she w- witnessed him when he was at his worst in Toronto. She's heard the stories of his, you know, his flamboyant nature and his, his really wild side. And I think she wanted to see it up close and personal. And she really wanted to be, um, she wanted to be at the center of it. Uh, Franca says, Mm -hmm. you got to give the girl credit. She definitely had perseverance. Just happy it eventually backfired. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. (laughs) And is saying, CFB being clicked like a gnat when he pulled her away. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We need a bug zapper, Anna, Shell said. (laughs) And Betty still wants this scene. She says, I know, but wouldn't it be great if there was an outtake of Kristen Singer comparing notes of past lovers? <laughs> well, that would be an interesting conversation. Maybe you could suggest it to him in an email? That would be. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> it would be crazy. It really I would be crazy. I think Singer would, would try to get um, Krista in her, in her lair to take control over her. But who knows? Singer is the only true threat Gabriel has in the notes. That is true. And that is true. And I, and I think uh, the fact that the baby died and he blamed himself for that. Well, yeah. Um, it, Singer is definitely his button, though. 
And I think the fact Krista pulled that out yeah. was incredibly intentional. You know, she's just trying to, you know, keep plucking away at him. Conquest, not truly lovers, Shell noted. And Betty said in her head, Krista wants Gabriel to roar, groan, and act like a caveman. And Brenda said she reads mm -hmm. his dark side and she thinks he can get him to go down that road. But he only wants the light. And I... I think that's right, Brenda. He's he's really tried to turn away from the mm -hmm. darkness, which is why he went towards Julia. And Anna does think that Singer could overpower CFP. I think so, too. Um, I think it would be... I think she would dominate her, and it would be very mm -hmm. I think so horrible. Um yeah, I don't. It would, it would not be an, uh, a good outcome for CFP. Um, but I, Listen. you know, having, I, I kind of think it's interesting because Krista wants Gabriel, and she's provoking him so much. Um, <laughs> Betty goes, you know who else likes the light? Yes, oh, Ed. You're welcome. <laughs> That's right. This is true, Betty. This is true. So, you know, after Krista's provoked him and has gotten him furious, you know, really vibrating with anger, Krista looks at him and said, there was no reason to be unfriendly. He held the power. She gestured to his crotch, suggesting that the power was a bit lower. Mm -hmm. um, she had a very talented mouth, according to, uh, to her, and she knew what he... She, and she knew what he liked and she knew that she could use mm -hmm. her talented mouth um, and as he started to walk away with a few expletives express she followed him um, you know it's just to, to Franca's point she is persistent I mean she really is persistent here this, this yes, scene demonstrates that um, <laughs> and mm -hmm. Anna said it would be a fun dark scene with two hated characters. I, I do think it would be uh, really, that would be mm -hmm. a very interesting scene. And Franca says, Betty, I think SR should write Paul's own book and make you his leading lady. You truly are a diehard Paul supporter. Mm -hmm. die. <laughs> this is true, Franca. This is true. Absolutely. And uh, Shell's saying that Krista is rude, crude, mm -hmm. and socially uncomfortable. Well, she's, she's definitely being How's incredibly that? forward with him. And, you know, as she follows mm -hmm. him, she reached up and leaned in only where she could be heard. Come to my hotel room tomorrow. I'm at the Malmaison. And she told them that they could fuck all night long. And once the morning came, it would all be over. Tonight was his only chance. And she discreetly slipped her card, um, her hotel room number, into his pocket. And then she sauntered off in her high heels and cheekily turned, reminding him tonight was his only chance. Give my best to your wife. Ah, it's going to be an evil scene. She's a witch. I, I mean, Margot's going to play it beautifully. Unacceptable, Shell said. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh! She mm -hmm. meant she said unacceptable, not uncomfortable. Uh, Chris is rude, crude, and socially unacceptable. And I think mm -hmm. she just demonstrated that there in the in the sign, or in the you know in what she did. Uh, Krista's mantra, Betty said, "How do you get to Carnegie Hall? Practice, practice, practice. If it's true to Carnegie Hall, it has to be true for the professor, right?" <laughs> oh yes. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Yep. And Franca notes, totally agree with Shell, and yet she came from a privileged background. It shows you that money does not buy breeding. That is very mm -hmm. true. It was very low, Krista, but Betty notes. And Brenda's saying she's basically showing him she has no self-worth, just another reason for him to not go down that road. Yeah, I mm -hmm. mean, she, she essentially... Threw him, she threatened him, got him furious, 
and then threw himself at her. And I, I'm kind of trying to understand her, how she thinks this was going to get Gabriel to come to her. You know, mm-hmm, does she just mm-hmm. think she's so coveted that anybody she wants is going oh, to I, I, come I, find I think her she at has, the Malmazon? Um, I think she has more uh, chutzpah and, uh, in her than, than you can shake a stick at. And she thinks she's God's gift. So, of course, she thinks that he's going to come running mm-hmm. to her. And Anna says, that's when you want her to roll an ankle in the stilettos and stumble and fall. That's true. Um, That is very true. Elena says, God, CFP is such a sleaze. Eshar wrote her so well. He really Mm -hmm. did. She's just a really evil character. Um, And (laughs) Shell notes that Gabriel doesn't want VD. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well uh, and more balls than brains that's for sure Betty said mm-hmm. Gabriel's wearing mm-hmm. his invisible chastity but underwear when he is around Krista be gone evil's woman throwing holly water her way mm-hmm. <laughs> that might not be a bad idea and that and but <laughs> no it wouldn't be a bad idea and yeah, she is a manipulative bitch, and because uh, Brenda's a manipulation at its finest, and because she thinks she her sexual experience makes her an excellent lover, well, he loves that he has to show Julia stuff, which is a turn on for him. You know, another really excellent point, Brenda. Um, she feels like Julia's going to be boring for him, and I forgot about that nuance that she feels that Julia won't be able to keep him because she won't be able to keep him excited enough in the bedroom. Yeah, she, you know, you know I, I know that, you know, it, it, lovemaking is a mutual thing, hopefully for some mm-hmm. people, but it doesn't mean that it can't be exciting to be with somebody who doesn't know a lot mm-hmm. either, where she's all full of I'm perfect lover. I will take care of you. Well, and I think too... Which is all well and good, but... Well, and I also think Brenda's point about the fact that he... he, This is a turn-on for him to be teaching her and Mm. showing her Mm -hmm. and, you know, sharing these things with her for the first time. That is an amazingly powerful thing for Gabriel... And, you know, he is the professor. I mean, this just is an extension of, of a, another way of teaching and showing and caring. Um, and that's mm-hmm. something that Krista completely is messed. Um, <laughs> and uh, she plays it. <laughs> Franca says, Leslie's totally off point here. Did you see the message sent you about um, the Silo Museum and CPT, very interesting art, but the building itself is incredible. No, I haven't. I will take a look at that. Um, Franca, I will. Um, and Shell says, CFP is predatory, not loving. Yes. It's very mm-hmm. much about getting what she wants and Absolutely. getting something for her lovemaking, right? It's all about her mm-hmm. and what she mm-hmm. can get. Um, and Brenda said she, uh, Gabriel loved being all of her first. It's a major turn on for him and he gets to mold her, etc. Lots of alpha men that I have read. It makes them crazy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All good insights. All good insights, my friend. Absolutely. So we asked us our... Um, well, and Anna's noting, he's loving Julia's reaction to loving sex. He holds the department chair in this discipline. Yes, Anna. Yes, yes. he does. <laughs> you are, That's a great way to put it. <laughs> and that's true, too. It's, it's not just him showing, it's her responding, right? And it's, it's his uh, witnessing and them sharing this together. Um, these are all mm-hmm. the things that Krista doesn't take into account 
Um, and, and Shell says, and in turn, she gets to mold Gabriel. Um, right. It's that mutual connection. Yeah. And, and he, and, you know, she opens up his, um, his loving, caring mm-hmm. persona inside of him, which he which he doesn't seem to have uh, showed much of before. Right. And Betty's saying, although there's nothing wrong with the woman taking over and showing the man her sensual sides. And I think that's one of the things that we're so, you know, as SR saying, this book is really trying to demonstrate Julia's growth. And that's part of it, right? She's getting more confident. Mm-hmm. Um, and she will take control sometimes uh, with Gabriel and too much to his delight. Um, mm-hmm. And yes, 100% Anna says, and he's experiencing the love and sex, not just the fucking. Yes. Yes. That's right. Yes. Um, you know, and, and Brenda made a point about in the past, he read her so well at the, in the beginning was he was able to feel and see that she was not a nice person. And that's why he wouldn't pay her any mind. But <clears throat> I wonder if she had not been a student of his in Toronto and she was just at lobby. If he would have just been one of his random he, hookups. He, he conquests. Yeah. I don't know. Although I don't, I don't think I don't, he ever took. If I remember correctly, in Inferno, I don't think he ever took anybody home to his apartment. I think it was basically bathroom I think, hookups. I think you're right about that. And I don't know. I, I don't, even then, you know, he knew she was not a nice person. I think if he would have sensed that in the bar, he would have turned away from her and gone over to somebody else. If if, mm-hmm. if he wasn't vibing Although, with her, or if he was thinking that she's just not nice, I don't know. I don't know, but Brenda says yeah. he would have hit that. Well, if she had a talented <laughs> mouth, right, and he he didn't really care, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe. That's why I said if she didn't, if he didn't if he know, didn't know her, well, if he didn't know her, her if it was random, he might not have been able to pick up her true nature because she can be very. Um, Sweet Very and charming, sweet. you know, she can turn on that little fake charm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Betty, that's a good point. Well, how would one explain the nude photos? I don't picture the professor taking his camera and taking those photos in the bathroom. I think he probably had brought some people back or had taken them to another room. Maybe, maybe he did a different hotel, like a hotel room, not or, not or his a hotel room or personal maybe, space. Maybe, Maybe there was a woman that interested him enough to say, hey, come on, let's go to uh, 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 Belize or a tropical island together or mm-hmm. something like that. I mean, that's Maybe. a possibility too. Who knows? And um, Shell said he's not the predatory hot mess that she is. <laughs> that's true. And that Krista... <laughs> he was just yeah. a, a drunken but hot mess. I think more empathetic than a hot... <laughs> um, and Betty said he said they were with multiple women. The photos were multiple women that he liked. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I I don't think he ever went to. I don't remember now. My, my, I don't know. My mind I don't remember. I, I don't. Fuzzy. I just thought. He maybe he did take a couple of them back to yeah. his room. Hmm. I'm sure we well, will find out. Well, I'd have to take a look. Um. And uh, Betty noted Krista tried to act more and shy when he, when she tried to seduce him initially. And Anna notes that CFP gives mm-hmm. off sinister vibes, which is true. And they never stayed mm-hmm. with him. He always stayed and they left. That's right, Brenda. Um, and Anna said photos can be staged mm-hmm. anywhere, but Paulina had shared his bed in Toronto. Yes. Well, that was, yeah, yeah, Paulina did. But it was, that's right, they didn't stay over, though. Like, she was there, and then he kicked them out. Mm-hmm. So. Right. So we had asked. <laughs> Be gone! I got what I needed, now go. Um, mm-hmm. So we asked SR when he was writing this, <laughs> um, and Franca pointed out that Paulina also shared his bed in Oxford. Yes, 
I think as a stu- as students, that was mm-hmm. it was kind of different. Um, interesting, though. Julia wanted that Toronto bed burned. Mm-hmm. Yes, she did. She, you know, she wanted she wanted it to be just a space for those them. So, mm-hmm. which know, I understand. This chapter showed two different portion, portions and two different views. Right, we had that. Um, the sleepy head, um, not getting out of bed. So Gabriel decided to get back in bed, um, part. Mm-hmm. And then we had this really, this confrontation. Um, and we asked SR if, did you always envision the confrontation with Krista when you started this particular book or did it just develop? And SR said, I think for Krista, she sees herself in competition for attention. It's a bit of a game to her to see who she can seduce. I think she thought she had a chance because she thinks herself superior to Julianne. So. True. She does think that way, even though she really right. isn't. And she completely isn't in the eyes of Gabriel. She's misjudged that tremendously. And Anna noted, you know, that's why Julia won. That's why Gabriel had the bedroom redone, um, you know, to have a fresh start. Um, he didn't want to bring Julia into a space he didn't that want the- had held very different memories for him. You all the negative vibes. So... But I think the the idea of it being a game to her also really makes sense, you know. And I think that's why she was kind of pushing the buttons and, you know, trying to mm-hmm. see who can get the reaction. It's. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Yep, and Anna also says CFP so, knows that room card will cause havoc even if Gabriel doesn't acquiesce to her invitation. And that's true, too. If Julia finds the card, she may think something very different because Gabriel doesn't oh, yeah, know she, the card was placed in there. And Elena notes, there's nothing about CFP that's attractive to Gabriel, just discussed, and particularly at this point. Yeah, well, she mm-hmm. pretty much uprooted their entire existence um, and put them through horrible, horrible period of time. Mm-hmm. She, yeah, I, I mean, I, I hope that I don't think she finds it. I don't know. We haven't gotten that far in the book yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should see this chapter. We, we will find yes. out, though. Yes, I'm I sure. Betty will like the next chapter, I believe. I, I'm sure. I, I know she will. <laughs> <laughs> that I did, I did look yes. into a little bit. Chapter 12. We have an old mm-hmm. friend from Vermont make an appearance. Oh, yes. And, yes. Uh, oh, Betty actually found the quote in the book. Oh, good. Of course she did. (laughs) (laughs) Quiz time. I know, our queen of the quizzes. I love it. Um, I I think that, you know, as Shell says, guilty till proven innocent, Anna. Um, Because Uh Anna's saying Julian will think the worst regarding Gabriel. She always does. I for this this time I don't know. If if she would have found the card the way she the way Gabriel I, I don't think she would have thought Gabriel was going after Krista. I think she may have thought Gabriel was going to or going after Krista to have sex with her. I think she would have thought Gabriel was um mm-hmm. having uh trying to have words with her. I th- I th- um I, I, yeah, and and Franca just said Julia never found the card. 
But I think if she had found it, I, you know, I, I'm sure that she, the worst would come to mind right mm -hmm. away. But I also think she would be open enough to hear any kind of an explanation that he might have. Yeah, I, no, I, I think, I just think she, I, I think she would have been angry with him, but not because she, I don't think she would think he wants to have sex with her. I, th I think she knows he's so furious with her. Um, uh, but <laughs> I know Anna, I'm just, I'm just saying he's so angry with her. I don't see how Julie would think that he would want to have sex with her. I think she'd be angry with him because he was trying to fix it and not let her handle it. But True. So, so Betty found the quote, and uh, basically, oh, about I the, have with to the photos, go up to it. Yeah, um, and it's I lost okay, it. Okay, I can screen, say Gabriel so. appeared smug. I made them. You made and, them. She yeah. pulled back in surprise. Yes, but they're erotic. Yes, he smiled wryly. Is it difficult to believe that I could take a beautiful and erotic photograph, Miss Mitchell? I didn't know you were a mm -hmm. photographer, and those aren't regular photographs. I'm not much of one, really, but they turned out nicely, I think. I have others. Julia's jaw dropped. Mm -hmm. Others? <laughs> others? <laughs> and the women? He shifted next to her. The women or are, or rather were, friends of mine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, Anna said he would need to force Jay to sit and listen. And I and you know hopefully she would open her mind to that too. So that and I think it would it would in, in mm -hmm. the long run. And she says, says G would be pissed yeah. at Julia for even considering he would be with CFP. That mm -hmm. I definitely agree with. I know we have different matters of opinion on this one, but um, mm -hmm. I guess it was a moot point since we'll find out that he found the card and properly disposed of the card. Absolutely. Um, and Betty is now pointing out, yes, I know my blessedness will appear later in the chapter. Let the stud walk into the conference room. <laughs> oh my gosh, Betty. You are too funny. You're too funny. And so. we shall talk about that hopefully next Saturday. I think next time. I think we should be on on track if something uh, is awry in terms of timing. Um, we'll send out a post, so stay tuned. Yeah. Um, since you are leaving on a jet plane yes, on Tuesday. Although uh -huh. I know when I'll be back again. <laughs> That's true. That's true. How many flights do you have to take? One or two to I'm get the I'm taking town? two, although there is a direct from Newark. Um, I'm, I'm taking two. I'm flying mm -hmm. to Heathrow in London and then going from London Okay. To, um, to Cape Town. I love Heathrow Airport. <laughs> <laughs> I went through there when I went to Greece five years ago to see my daughter. So mm -hmm. they were lovely, very efficient. And the only time I had problems with customs is I, I flew from Italy to Heathrow because I did a round trip on uh, British Airways from Philadelphia and I wanted to make sure I made the connection so I came back from Italy a day before the flight was to leave and I went through the customs and they said why are you here I said because of my my next flight comes to uh comes into is leaving tomorrow and I wanted to make sure well why are you here <laughs> <laughs> okay so he says all right you've got a 24-hour pass in the state <laughs> That's great. So, and yeah, it was speaking interesting. Of traveling, Anna says, I need to be their traveling therapist to mediate these situations. <laughs> I like Absolutely. The way I think you should I like be. The way you think. You could be, well, who was the uh, doctor in, in Fifty Shades? Oh, um, um, how do we, how are we forgetting him? I know. Uh, but, he, you know, he was always on call for Christian mm -hmm. and Anna. Yes. And Mia when she had exactly. her Exactly. So anyway. Anyway. 
So I want to wish you a great flight. I'm very excited that you're going to be seeing Franca. And, uh, you know, we hopefully we will get to uh, all speak together next week and uh, yes. go from there. Yes, yes. We're hoping uh, to do the podcast uh, next Saturday, same time, mm-hmm. uh, Chapter 12. And then mm-hmm. midweek, uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, the 9th or 10th, the following week, we're going to try and do a podcast for uh, to and have Franca on to t- mm-hmm. talk about SR Fans South Africa and all, all good things um, SR together. And um, this has been, I agree with Betty, a really great chapter discussion. Um, thank you all mm-hmm. for the kindness. And we are crossing our fingers, Anna. For King 91. For King 91. Oh, and I just hope they have a lovely time at the prom. Uh, such I'm a, sure they will. Such a fun, such a fun time. I hope they are enjoying it and have a lovely, lovely time. And mm. wishing you all a lovely, lovely week. Absolutely. And so now what are we the going sun out will be with? out next week. We are going out with a little Pat Metheny. Uh, with the uh, be- covering the Beatles and I love her. Ah, beautiful. So, so have a great week, everybody. Safe flight, and Thank we'll you. talk soon. Take care, everyone. <laughs>